She wanted to. She needed to. She needed to feel the blood coursing through her body again, the blood that felt as though it had slowed to a crawl and sat stewing like a scum-covered pond in her veins. She needed to move, to exert, to feel again. She needed revenge. She needed absolution. Victoria turned the corner and immediately ducked into the shadow of the old brick building she skirted. Across what passed for a street in this area of London, she saw two figures. One, a tall, burly man. The other, a slender young woman. A girl, really, for she barely reached the man's armpit. The half-moon stippled light over the street and illuminated them quite well. Victoria could see that the girl was frightened, pleading, struggling, whilst the man, using the ease of his bulk and height, manhandled her against the wall, holding her by her throat as he groped her breasts, tearing away the bodice of her dress. Her small hands pulled and scratched at his hairy arms, alternately trying to cover herself, pull his hand from her neck and bat his other hand away. Victoria glanced around as she let herself into the light, easing from the shadows. There was no one in the vicinity, whether the girl had been brought here by the man, or whether she'd become lost on her own, it appeared as though there was no one to help. She whipped off Philip's hat and let the long braid fall along her spine. She wanted him to know a woman was going to bring him to his knees. Ignoring the stake in her deep inside coat pocket and disdaining the knife she had strapped to her thigh, Victoria walked up behind the man, silent as a cat and gave a powerful kick to the base of his back. With a cry of rage he spun, his meaty hand still closed around the girl's neck, until he saw who'd accosted him. He released the girl, who slumped to the ground, and reached for Victoria. She was ready for him. The blood was moving in her, her hands poised, her knees bent to give her stability, just as Critanu had taught her. The rage she'd swallowed for weeks bubbled to the surface. Her breathing quickened. The man spared her a nasty smile, then lunged. Lithe and swift, Victoria waited until the last moment and sidestepped him, grabbing his outstretched arm and using the force of his weight to propel him around, her braid flying. The tiny visbulla she wore gave her the same superior strength and speed as the undead she was used to fighting, and enabled her to slam a man thrice her weight face-first into the brick wall. He crashed into it with a satisfying oomph, but Victoria was not finished with him. She was not ready to contain her exploding emotions. Ignoring the wide-eyed look of the young girl, who'd slunk off to the side and away from the activity, she whipped the would-be rapist back around. Her nerves zinged with energy, Her breath came in deep, drawing gasps. Her vision edged red as she slammed a fist into his cheek. He stumbled, but righted himself, and, with a guttural cry of fury, swung an arm that was thicker than her thigh. Victoria blocked him with one strong, slim limb and used her other fist to smash towards his face. His expression blared surprise and shock, but he ducked her blow and bent, spinning, then rose with a blade in his hands. The world slowed to a crawl and raced ahead at the same time. 
Victoria remembered smiling, remembered the feeling of contentment that settled so calmly over her as she reached for her own knife. She recalled the ease with which she withdrew it from the garter on the outside of her trousers, the feel of it in her palm, not so unlike the weight and thickness of a stake, an ash stake. It was like coming home. It was like being released from some deep, dark confine. She burst free. She thrust and sliced and slashed. Images burnt in her mind as she flowed in and out of the positions Kritanu had taught her, the ones that had become second nature to her in the last months. The memories of Philip, of Lilith, of the myriads of red-eyed vampires she'd fought, all melded, intermingled with this attacker's face, still frozen in shock, and then pain, and then emptiness. Emptiness. It wasn't until she raised her arm.